Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Today's episode is brought to you by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be contacted with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at p-o-d-g-o dot c-o. And be sure to include the wrestling realm in how did you hear about Pago section of the application? Ladies and gentlemen, it has finally happened. We have a brand new WWE champion, and his name is Bobby Lashley. Coming up on this episode of Break It Down with Brian H. Keeping It 100, I got my good brother from the Big Gold Belt Podcast, the one and only two champs. Coming up on this episode of Break It Down with Brian H. Keeping It 100. No, baby, that's for somebody else. We're just going to keep you right where you're at right now. The Wrestling Realm presents Break It Down with Brian H. Two chairs, what's up, bro? Man, that entrance bop, man. I <laughs> forgot we had to do a show. <laughs> I appreciate it. Shout out to Hypno Beats, my cousin on the beats who made that for me. Man, we got a champ, and his name is Bobby Lashley. Can you believe it's, it? It's crazy because all the internet people that was booking this night got it all right, and we're not mad at it. <laughs> I know. It, you, you know, it just felt like it. Like, you know, we've been through this road plenty and plenty and plenty of times. I mean, I think people watching, shout out to those watching right now on the YouTube. Make sure you uh, go ahead and tweet. Let the people know what you're watching. But I think, you know, they can tell we black men. And, you know, we've been watching this thing called wrestling for a very long time. And we've seen that carrot dangle for so many years. But not tonight. <laughs> On a Man. Monday Night Raw, the day after Black History Month, we getting a champ. And his name is Bobby Lashley. Yeah, man. Look, there's two things I got to say real quick, real quick, before we even get, get down to the show. I am always mm. in the month of February. My eyebrows are always high and my eyes are squinted at the WWE <laughs> because they love to pull their affirmative action moves where they started highlighting those black folks in something. That's not to take away anything because this moment is absolutely deserved. However you look at it, Bobby Lashley is WrestleMania ready. He is box office MVP. God bless his heart because he was that close from walking out of that door. And like, if it really wasn't for his U-turn back into the business and them keeping him in those doors, who knows if this moment would ever happen. But like, MVP, as much as this is Bobby Lashley moments, MVP is truly the MVP. I'm I, like, here's here's my thoughts about how this had to work. MVP had to have went up to Vince and was had to had cut it straight up like this. Y'all, I'm black. I can take care of my people. 
let me take care of this. Let me do something with them. Let me book it. Trust me. I know you trust me. I've been around you for a long time. Let me handle them. We got Shelton Benjamin, Cedric Alexander, and Bobby Lashley, who was all in this whirlwind of nothingness. And now they all dripping in gold, looking like royalties, smelling like dollars. The hurt business business is booming. And like, regardless of my thoughts about the affirmative action stuff, this moment just had to happen the way it did. And I'm just overly ecstatic. Uh, one for the representation, but for all other fans of re- in, in professional wrestling, everybody seems to be on a uh, cloud now with this one. Yeah, absolutely, and, and you know it made so much sense, right? Um, and they did, how about this? It, you know, me and you, we a lot of times we talk about the um. I don't want to say get into the ratings conversation, but we talk about the aesthetics of television. They knew what they was mm-hmm. doing. Nine o'clock. Okay, turn on because first. All right, so I'm going to be honest with you. I watch All-American most of the time from 8 to 9. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and then I'll go back and I'll fast forward through Raw, right? Mm-hmm. And then by the time, 10 o'clock hour, depending on what's going on, I'm caught up live. So tonight, I said, nah, I'm, I'm tuning in to Raw. Lashley's getting the title shot. Don't know if they're going to start off the show. Didn't think they would, but whatever, right? So then they said 9 o'clock. So what am I doing? 9 o'clock, I'm right there making sure. I didn't even change my screen. I watched that opening match. <laughs> then... It we saw what happens. So I said, All right, 10 o'clock. Cool. Now I'm gonna go watch All American. 10 o'clock, we see what happened. All right, now into the show. Cool. I'm 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 with it. And you know, I I I like this because it made sense. It's it is the plight of the black man. You saw I don't know if you saw my tweet. I tweeted every time a black man get a promotion, <laughs> this is what happens. And what better play better person to play white America in this situation than the Miz? You know, yeah, they, you know, hats off to the Miz too. I mean, I think he is the epitome of what you know, outside of John Cena going through the WWE system and being a successful product of it. Take nothing away from him. And while his moment may circle back around at some point, I think when you're talking about WrestleMania season, you have to put your biggest players who's carrying the most momentum, who looks like the big match, you know, box office ticket. And that's Bobby Lashley all day. And I think that, you know, people don't understand that representation of wearing the suits and how they present themselves. That speaks a lot for us, like outside of wrestling alone. So seeing them, how they conduct themselves, seeing what they do in the ring. This is this is the aesthetics of a champion, you know, and carrying that momentum into WrestleMania. That's going to draw a lot of eyes. Yep. And let's not let's not get it twisted. Bobby Lashley, a multi-sport uh, champion. When you when you look at him, you know something's up with that guy with the suit and now with the belt. You who and you know I always like to make fun of my friends who don't watch wrestling. But the idea of they say like, well, who's fighting? Who's fighting? Who's going to be fighting that WrestleMania? And you can absolutely draw that comparison and 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 that dialogue straight to Bobby Lashley. Like, that guy, mm-hmm. that guy right there. That's that's our champ. That looks like a champ. He's about business. He is part of the hurt business. It sells. It's so easy to sell. So, you know, as much as the hard work that he put into it, I still want to see the rocket, the rocket pack put on his back. And I want to see him have a really nice, lengthy, strong run. And I also, I got to say this too. I'm so glad that that turmoil that was going on in the hurt business. I'm glad that fizzled out. Cause I was ready to thank you. 
I was, ready, I was ready to off myself. I was like, this is so silly if they go this way. I mean, you, you see the young lion in Cedric, right? And a yeah. lot of people, whenever they put uh black people together, who they want to combine, uh, compare to, the Nation of Domination. Shout out yeah. to the Black Wrestling Podcast for the Nation of Domination hoodies. I got one, uh, or sweatshirts. Um, but they, they compared that, right? But let's be real. This is a totally different group, right? It's mm-hmm. easy to say that when you look at Cedric, the way the arrogance was starting to come, that he could be the next rock, right? Just on the way he was presenting himself. And it's like, okay, so is, would that make Lashley Farouk? No, because <laughs> Lashley's not even in his twilight yet. And and this is something, I want to ask you this, bro. Mm-hmm. Is this... Uh, a decade later, then it should have happened, right? When Lashley came in before, yeah, he was the ECW champion, but he looked like somebody, like you said, he looked like somebody who could have been a WWE champion back then. Do you think this is, I mean, obviously we're happy about this moment now. What do you, why do you think they went with it now? And why didn't we get it before? I mean, outside of just wrestling, all of, mm-hmm. all of sports, I think that the the um some of the movements in 2020 made these things happen where the representation that we were tired of being an afterthought uh not not getting the same you know platform the opportunity that that others were and i think that all of the social activism that's going on around the world make these things happen because you know what it stopped the world and then it made people listen and then you realize that it should not be these first this, first that in 2020 and 2021. These things should have been happening. And now, surely but slowly, these things are starting to happen that are long overdue. And maybe it was God's plan, but the time is now and we're starting to see the things that should have happened a long time ago. And I'm not going to sit there and kind of like regret it or, you know, kind of say like it should. You know, of course it should have been back then. But, you know, these are the puzzles and the pieces that were laid, and I'm just glad that it was better now than never. Yeah, you know, and I, I started thinking about this um, before this match happened, right? I started thinking about sports, and what I thought about was uh, shout out to G Dubs and G Dub Vids in the chat uh, saying, "Please give us Lashley versus Brock at WrestleMania." I don't want to see that because I kind of figure out how that would go. Um, and uh, <laughs> forgive me if I don't pronounce your name right. Payush Katri says, "Hello, bro." Um, I started thinking up, about dude? this. You know, I started thinking about in 2007, we had the first black head coach win the Super Bowl. That's too late. When in 2018, 2019, excuse me, was when Kofi Kingston became the first African born champion. That's too late. Even in 98, when The Rock became the first black champion. That was too late. Uh, you, then you go to baseball, 92, uh, Cito Gaskin becoming the first African-American manager to win the champion uh, the World Series. You know, these opportunities, it's 2021. We should not be at the point where we're saying first black this, first black that. But goodness gracious, it feels good to see a black man tonight. And let's be real, we will keep it 100 a black man who's of a complexion like us that there's no doubt about his um racial uh or his um racial background and shout out he's panamanian as well but shout out to him winning the championship you know bobby lashley did it and it, it is something that everybody can be proud of whether you think it's going to be a short reign 
a long reign or not, but tonight it just felt right. Yeah. And again, I, you know, because we understand how booking of wrestling goes, you know, I know everybody's raving on Twitter right now that, you know, the Miz had to volunteer tribute in order to successfully remove the belt off of Drew. I was bored over Drew, but that's for another time. And again, <laughs> shout, shout out to the Miz again for really all of the hard work that he's put into this business for years. The guy's been healthy. He's been uh, a, definitely a positive figure in that company. And obviously he is a... Uh, Somebody who proved that the WWE system works. But again, again, when you're talking about momentum, when you're talking about WrestleMania season, when you're talking about who you want to put the headline behind, you put Bobby Lashley on a poster, it sells. The guy, it sells. And if, you know, people like to talk about his charisma, it doesn't matter. Don't have to talk. Mm-hmm. This right here, this pairing of MVP and uh, Bobby is equivalent to the Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar. And and regardless of whoever you think is better or whatever, they speak to different audiences, but they both work. Mm-hmm. And they both are legitimate. And I just want people to understand that regardless of, you know, Bobby Lesnar's a, a stint in TNA, which was good, regardless if you watched it or not. The dude is a champion. He's a really legitimate fighting champion, fighting in Bellator, coming back fighting in TNA the next night. The dude is a legit athlete. And if the match does go with Brock, which we're seeing in the comments, best believe that that's going to be a legitimate fight. They're going to work the fight um, exactly to the utmost capabilities that they know they can do, and it will sell. It will bring a lot of eyes. Dana White and the UFC are going to be looking like, we need some stars. Maybe that Bobby Lashley guy might want to come over here, whatever it may be. But however you book this, because the and possibilities you, are limited. I'm glad Bobby Lashley is box office. <laughs> box office. And here's the thing. We always talk about a WWE champion who looks like he can beat you up, who looks like you should not mess with him. He passes the bar test. You walk in a bar, you see that guy. You ain't messing with him. Um, think about, you brought up not, you know, the last week when he cut that promo you know it's it's certain moments that when you see and and we've been watching wrestling for a long time it's certain moments when you see something you be like oh that was it you think back to kofi kingston i go back to the eliminate um the first gauntlet match when he got an aj styles face and said man no y'all ain't gonna just screw me i've been waiting for this for 11 years and to be honest with you i don't even know if that was in the plans at that time right but when he did that at that moment, that's when I was like, oh, wait a minute. And I shout out to our boy Blake. I said to him, I said, yo, it's a possibility Kofi might actually get a chance to win this thing because mm-hmm. you looked at what happened. And, you know, like you said, shout out to MVP, man, because MVP going out there, just like you said, just really taking these guys under his wing and showing them how to conduct themselves as champions. I always felt MVP had, even before, you know, when he first left, I forgot who he, what pop, uh, platform he was on, but he did an interview when he first left because he said he had a good relationship and he had a um, respectable exit because he wanted to go to New Japan and wrestle over there. He wanted yeah. to go into the dojos. And, when, when you know, so I always felt like he had that that respect factor. Um so he comes in back to the E, he shows these guys, you know, and, and, and it's so funny because he opened the door 
poor guy. If you remember a couple weeks ago, they was saying Carlito got a chance for the Royal Rumble. And I felt like the reason why that door was even open was because of what MVP did last year. And that's the thing. It's the little stuff. And for Lashley, I think this is a reward. You think about this pandemic, right? Going in, we got all the major champions are champions of color. And I'm talking about the big four, right? The, the women's champion uh, on both shows and the uh, world champion, universal champion. Uh, you got Roman. I mean, you got, think about Lashley and Sasha Banks and Oscar, all of them in some way, shape or form carried the company during this rough time. And I think he deserves it, man. And shout out to him. Yeah, again, I just think that no matter what, when you're on the road to WrestleMania, you gotta put you gotta make this the right moves in order to sell your big event. And this is a no-brainer here. And the fact that Bobby Lashney, we always identified him as a champ. He's always looked like a champ figure. I mean, he had some really tremendous matches and he carried TNA for an extent there. Um, and, and the fact that hard work and dedication along with the strides by the hard work and dedication by MVP, the hard work and dedication by Shelton Benjamin, the hard work and dedication by uh, Cedric Alexander, you know, easily could have just like, you know, throw me the catering. I'm unwilling to do this, whatever it may have been. These, these, they always conducted themselves in a way that the suits are just metaphors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to be honest, they've always just been that person as I'm going to come in and do the work. Every single day, and it just started building and building the momentum. Momentum was going, and look where we're at. I mean, it's not like the new day because it's not the same move, but essentially, it is the new day because mm-hmm. they all rooted for each other for this moment. And it is what it is. This is good to be able to see this ag- again in the lifetime because these heart giving moments. We know I, that. I, I'm so glad you brought that up because you know, man, we we on the same wavelength tonight because that was one of the things I was thinking about. The hurt business was out there, and you know, they was very key in making sure the Miz, yeah, it was a lumberjack match, but you know, at one point they went and grabbed the Miz, like, uh uh-uh, uh, you ain't about to do this, and they threw him in the ring. And you you kind of wanted to see that big celebration where yeah. um, you know, everybody holding him up, but it's like, no, he got he's a heel. You could look at Lashley's eyes and tell he almost wanted to break down, but he had to stay in character. Now he's probably crying his butt off right now. Um because I don't care what anybody say it's real. And this is no disrespect to AEW, no disrespect to impact, no disrespect to ROH, but 90% of wrestlers got into this business watching the WWE and 90% of their goals is to become the WWE champion, to be the champion at the highest level. And to do this on Monday Night Raw, that's a big deal. I know we look at the pay-per-views and we look at everything, but, you know, even Triple H, even though he was he was nonchalant, because we all know he wanted to win the title at SummerSlam, he was like, well, you know, more people saw it, you know? <laughs> and, you, I, I, and, and, and again, like, I, I'm not a big uh ratings person because i understand they have changed you know I, I did an episode where i pulled out my audience and ratings book because i studied this <laughs> but one of the things i said was they, they they've changed now but best believe the way twitter is trending the way twitter is going off that's the audience that people look at you know what i mean uh shout out to the legacy maker sports network tuning in that is the audience people look at they yeah. look at the 
social media numbers and the engagement. It's all about that engagement because you can put a tweet out there and a lot of people see it, but when they interacting, oh, now you got something. Why? And that's what I do on a a day to day (laughs) basis because I have to measure these numbers, folks. I have to measure them and send them to higher ups who don't understand what they mean. So I know what I'm talking about. And there's a lot of money in the study of analytics. So yes, things aren't traditional with just TV metrics and whatnot. You have social media, you have streaming services, you have this middle margin of the Twitch and the YouTubes and everything. And then you have these other random social media things that draw in big numbers, such as TikTok, which, you know, at one point was going to be banned. But, but then mm-hmm. Microsoft wanted to buy it and then it didn't happen. And I forgot who ultimately bought it. But at the end of the day, it's a big investment because people care about it. So your little TikTok that I hate that I will never get. It's definitely studied because of what things happen. So, you know, it, it, it's 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 just what the real surreal moment is that it just happened. This happened today. It was no it wasn't a blank shot. It was executed. So you, well, you don't like TikTok. Did you get on Instagram reels yet? Because <laughs> that's how they get. <laughs> this is how I show my age. I can't keep up with these young kids. Boy, this, this, <laughs> Look, too, too much of these things going on here now. <laughs> and I, I was one who I thought I had social media mastered for the most part. You know, I'm like, okay, I do this. TikTok coming along, like, okay, I think I got it, but like, I don't know. And oh man, what, <laughs> whatever. Um, but now, if you book it, I want you to put your booking hat on. They give you the book. Vince comes and says. Two champs. Give me my WrestleMania match with Bobby Lashley. Who are you putting him in the ring with? That's a good one right there. Um, I, I, I First of all, I love the fact that he was crowned now because, again, it's not so solely about Bobby, but this mm. gives MVP a lot of time to build and sell this match. So <laughs> it could be a part-timer. It could be, you know, somebody who doesn't have a legitimate mouthpiece. I mean, because that's essentially that's what Paul Heyman did um, on the other end where he had the book matches because there wasn't two compatible mouthpieces in there. Brock, obviously Mm -hmm. not a talker. And if he's facing somebody that's not a talker, then Paul Heyman's doing all the booking, so to say. But the big match that I would want for Bobby Lashley and WrestleMania, I don't don't know yet because God knows if it's Drew, I'm going to not be happy. But if he beats Drew, I'm going to lose my marbles. (laughs) But you know what's what's funny to me is that people are like, oh, well, Drew, he's carried the the company all this entire time, and now that the crowd is there, they owe him this. And I hate that mentality. That If if they even think they're going to go in that direction of like he's owed this, because of the pandemic. Like, what? That doesn't even make any sense. But I don't know, man. I, I think that, you know, and Brock seems to be the easy answer. But, you know, Cena could come back and they could do something. And it would be fun because it doesn't matter. This guy looks like a champion and he he is partial to draw. Mm-hmm. And then it's they could put oh. anybody what? else and it just works. It's something you brought up about being old something, you know, and, you know, holding it down. Here's one thing you got to measure. You measure um, social media numbers, but you also measure merchandise sales because we know for a fact, shoot, those two, <laughs> those two, <laughs> four belts was purchased during the pandemic. You know, I know everybody <laughs> and I'm and I'm not saying that as a bragging, but I'm saying a lot of times if for the people that's working at home, you know, that's fortunate enough to work at home people still buying they still spending you know um 
my boy tell you my uncle works for Amazon but said I mean not Amazon but he delivers stuff say he know people who was driving and constantly delivering things you know because people was working so I'm pretty sure Sasha's merch was flying off the rails uh obviously Bianca's merch so if Drew's merch ain't flying what difference do people think it's gonna be when people are in the stands you know um and I think that you know um when you look at everything it's just it just makes so much sense for Lashley to go in there. Now I heard this conversation real quick. I'm gonna say point out uh shout out to little golf boy Mike uh jumping in the chat says the money in the bank was so wasted, in my opinion. The Miz wasn't the original winner, and then he had a championship for a week. That's the beauty of it, though, because it's not an entitlement, you know. Yeah. Um, but one of the things I want um, you know, was the earlier conversation I was on uh Twitter spaces, uh, and uh which is like Clubhouse. Uh, but there was the conversation about a potential fatal four-way match. Okay. And because the conversation was, why do we have Drew versus Sheamus so early, um, you know, in this story? And why not? I was thinking, why not drag that? That'd be your WrestleMania. You know, all WrestleMania matches are either for a title or they're personal. So why not make that your personal vendetta match instead of giving us to us early? How would you feel about a fatal four-way match, including... You know, Miz, Lashley, um, uh, Sheamus, and Drew McIntyre. Uh, not with not with Bobby in it. I think mm -hmm. that um, let us, you know, I, again going back looking at the TNA library, uh, he absolutely can put on a fantastic one on one match. And I mm -hmm. think that uh, when you do Fatal Fours, the way how they have to be booked, you really uh, lessen one's potential because they you don't get those classic one-on-one -on -one matches uh in the ring and being able to utilize you know spots like you you normally could and i you know it's the idea of you know i don't want to go too much kp but the idea that you have to extend a certain you know selling never move longer than the a person uh, originally would because you gotta let other people get their stuff in and I don't want to <laughs> see that with the champion because then you're going to yeah. start throwing all types of slanders towards them. Give me a classic one-on-one -on -one with the most prestigious belt in WWE and let them do a thing. I, I I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to see that. Now, if they really want to figure out something, then do, you know, like the Daniel Bryan thing, do like a Seamus and Drew match beginning of the card and winner sees Bobby and, you know, let that be worth something. I think that would be good because I think you easily can make Drew a baby face and let him face Bobby. And now you have the fans invested in two people. And when you get matches like that, that's when matches get really hot. The fans are going to be there. And I think that could be excitement because it's not predictable. Yeah. you know, And I think he also deserves a poster. You know, he deserves to go on that poster. If you're doing... um if you're doing, you know, obviously your both of your SmackDown titles and then your uh, Raw titles, I don't, I do think that Sasha and Bianca will main event night one, uh, but I do think this is an opportunity, you know, for Lashley to kind of, you know, get a lot of what he's went out there and earned. You know, mm -hmm. he's earned. You you look at a lot of spots over the years of missed opportunities. And now we're going to get a Bobby Lashley. We we could take him out of that boat of why wasn't this black guy WWE champion? Now he's in the boat with, okay, Bobby Lashley is in the history books. You know, what's this make him the 53rd-ish, 54th-ish? You know, so this is fun to see. 
Also, too, I think there's, uh, you know, because we understand how booking works, you have to also space out your feel-good moments. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, we go back to WrestleManias. We you saw like the feel-good moments, Kofi and um and uh, about to say Ronda and Becky, how they were spaced out that kept the momentum throughout the night. I think yeah. I'm thinking that the Sasha Bianca has to end the night because whatever happens at that you don't want anything after that <laughs> so exactly but this is another hot one where if bobby loses that could take all the air out of that arena and you have to be very cautious about how you do how you how you book that so like maybe this should be the one to main event night two I think Roman's match, it doesn't matter how it goes. I mean, Roman and Edge, I think that would be whatever. I think just there's a lot of good loyal fans on both sides that if Edge loses, you're just like, okay. If he wins, like, wow. But like, if I'm I'm sorry, Bobby lose based on analytics right now that are probably <laughs> going through the roof. If he lose, this Twitter flips upside down. So, yeah. and you don't want to put that night one. So, I think this potentially could have been a night, a night two main event, and uh, they got to be very cautious about how they do this. Now, now here's the crazy thing: they've been working heel this whole time, but ah. they well, okay. Uh, I, I, they're, they're hit. I hate to say it, but they're hitmans for hire. You bring them in when you need yeah. a muscle, and <laughs> the, the, the likable, they're likable bad guys, but they're not technically working heel. You know, they they're the, the business. You, you pay the dollars, you work out the business, it gets done. I don't I don't see that being a bad person. I think that's just you know you you need an extra insurance policy. Hit them up, <laughs> but, and, and I think that's the best. That's where I was going. You know, um, because like. Well, we could go. He beats up Drew McIntyre, uh, who is the you know, for all intents and purposes, the white meat babyface of Monday Night Raw. But then, you know, the Miz cashes in. No matter what, a, a cash in is always going to get a pop. It had different people there. Now we heard him chime in the booze. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure everybody at home was jumping up and down because they wanted to see the cash in. It's just it's always an exciting moment, right? Yeah. Yep. But then, just like that. Like you said, the hitman for hire. So now he's a, a a face, but it's interesting because I'm wondering, you know, do they build a do who do they put in this slot to go against them? Do you put a baby face in there, or do you put a heel? You know, a match that well, guy people not really talk about is AJ Styles. You know, because AJ Styles is a main eventer, and I think people said that maybe he's gotten a rub from the Undertaker. Yeah. You know, so now maybe that would be his job. Somebody said they would like to see him retire Triple H officially uh, <laughs> at WrestleMania. Uh, I don't yeah. think Triple H is wrestling unless it's a huge crowd, though, um, so he can do his cool entrance. But, you know, it's these next few weeks, it's going to be interesting. I love the fact that Raw is up in the air um, because we don't know what's going to happen as far yeah. as the championship picture. And it's going to keep you tuning in. Yeah, that's exactly how I like WrestleMania season to be. I hate, and that's why I like the conversation with Drew really gets under my skin because it's the whole like, oh, they owe it to him. He didn't get to have his big moment in front of the fans. And I think that's BS. Uh-huh. I think that that's the mentality in booking. Then like, what are we investing into? If you're going to be so transparent into the idea that they owe him this, so they got to do this, then who cares who Drew faced? And if he's the champion or whatnot, I don't care about that match at all. So that voids out any momentum that that contender or whoever it may be 
is going against. You don't want that. So, you know, I, I, I think, you know, the only way I can see this working is that you got to either make Drew ultimately become a bigger baby face, but you cannot put him over Bobby. Like it just does not work. And I think like you just have to work a really good match and you just have Bobby go over and, and, you know, you know, cheers to the night. <laughs> the well, is and blooming, then, dripping in gold. And then if you want to get into Owen people, doesn't Drew owe Bobby, <laughs> you know, cause didn't Bobby, you know, Bobby put him over before. You know, and we saw that happen. You know how things were down with Brett and Sean because one couldn't put the other one over. Uh, you know, I, I'm a Bret Hart guy. Uh, <laughs> but so if we do go there, but I, I honestly don't need to see Drew McIntyre in a main event spot. Um, thank you yeah. for all that you did. I think you did well. Let's move <laughs> on to somebody else. Let's yeah. see somebody else in that title picture. I tell you uh, who else too. Don't don't bring Braun in this, man. Um. Oh my goodness, he he he's lost. Uh, You know, he came out there last week talking about he was in the the uh, he was a former champion. It's like, no, this is for WWE champions. You are a universal champion. (laughs) Yeah, and like, also, don't bring the the fiends on Raw, right? I forget. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, right. Hey, Orton could be interesting. But see, the they, those two are two like I think the payoff there is WrestleMania. You know, I think that's where we see the return of a a, a really sadistic fiend coming back at WrestleMania. I mean, but Orton and Bobby could be interesting. It could be though. It could be. Yeah. I think the Miz is married to the Bad Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, yeah. I, and I think you know. I, and, and and shout out to like you said shout out to the Miz. Uh, I thought maybe he would go into Mania. I will say uh, shout out to Corey, our, our good brother Corey. He said this after the Royal Rumble that he didn't think Drew McIntyre was going into WrestleMania's champion. You know, and I remember listening to the uh, Wrestling Marks of Excellence, and I was like, "Yo, I, I feel the same way." Like you, you just there's certain people in that goes the distance, right? Like you look at most of the time, the standard is to go from uh, Mania to SummerSlam, right? With the championship, yeah. uh, maybe a little bit over. Thankfully, Kofi, but we know how that ended. Uh, but you know, we saw Naomi go there. You know that route. Some people go a little bit longer. Some people don't. However, um, Drew wasn't to me that dominant of a champion. You know, there's some people who you just really like me. I enjoy Seth Rollins' first title reign, and. Unfortunately, he got hurt. Like, if he would have went from WrestleMania to the next WrestleMania, psh, I would have been happy. Like, there are just certain people. Like, this Roman Reigns, I don't never want to see him lose the championship unless it's to be against unless it's against Big E or yeah. and and not a Big E today. I want to see them keep building him up. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I, I throw another wild card now, and also I want to say this before I forget. There's a big lesson to be learned here, folks. You know, sometimes you got to take a step back to gain a lot. Him losing mm-hmm. that United States champion to get to this moment. I mean, just, one of the greatest of all times, John Cena did it. Yeah. You yeah. know, and, 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 and real quick, I got to ask you this because you brought that up, right? Did Lashley need to go to TNA in order to get the respect he's getting now. Because when you said uh, sometimes taking a step back, that was the first thing that came to my head because earlier in the Wrestling Realm days, that was the thing that me and the real Dwayne Allen used to always talk about, how Christian 
had to kind of go to TNA and really like, you know, really that's what he really developed, like the Christian Cage character. And then Kim comes back, wins the ECW championship. And actually, you know, he's the world champion. Did Lashley need to do that in your opinion? Yeah, I mean, because I think the biggest indication again is that when Lashley went to TNA, you realize that you can build a company around that guy mm-hmm. and you can have him in every spot, X division, your world champion, come up with new champions, give it to him. Uh, he really solidified that he was must watch. And again, outside of him just being, you know, uh, a, a freak in the gym and uh, ex-military and a good wrestler, at the same time, he parlayed and and fought in Bellator too and was main event in Bellator where they were just like, yo, however we can just get dollars, give this dude dollars, let's just do it. Like, again, that just speaks about the type of athlete, the type of monster that he is. And absolutely, sometimes you do got to go take a step out to reinvent yourself, to come back in order to do so. I mean, I can name two other people that fits right in this conversation. I mean, Drew McIntyre. (laughs) 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 And uh, what's his name? Um, Also on 3MB. Can't even think of his name right now. Jinder Um, Mahal. Jinder Mahal. Two two Mm. people who are the epitome of sometimes you got to go out there, hit the indies, do whatever you got to do. Come back, reinvent yourself, and buy the boom, and it worked. Did the Jeff Hardy go to TNA before he won that one, or did he? Because I can't, I, I get his reigns mixed up a lot of times. I do too. Jeff is the one. Jeff is the hardest person for me to track his timeline. I okay. I, I just never know which one he won the champion in first, but like it yeah. doesn't matter because like he got gold wherever he went. He was mm-hmm. always a must watch. But look, here's a name that I think could be interesting. I don't know how it would work. I don't know if I would like it, but. I think he needs something to do, WrestleMania, and I think that's Keith Lee. Ooh. Oh my goodness, Could you, man! Black wrestling Twitter will go off because we would have two black wrestle, two black main events. <laughs> Can you yeah. imagine that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You you you'll start thinking that management changed in WWE after. <laughs> They, so. they, they, and then people will complain. See, they only doing this because of this, this, that, and the other, yada, yada, yada. Little, uh, little golf boy Mike said, hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we did hear that there will be some fans at WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, it's they, Tampa. You know, they're trying to make money. Yeah. yeah. So. They won't and, fill and, the stadium, though. This is not by any means any type of story or anything, but just to my beliefs, that mm-hmm. the reason why we don't 100% know, because I think they're trying to figure out the margin of how many tickets to sell. I think yeah. that the Super Bowl was the test dummy. I mm-hmm. think they looked at the numbers afterwards. I obviously looked at the numbers afterwards. And I was like, well, can we get more? Is a possibility we can sell more? And what you don't want to happen is what happened with New Japan and Russell Kingdom, where they sold, what was it, 24000 and it had to like revert back to eight thousand. So, yeah, yeah you don't kind of want that type of massacre on your uh, on on your turf because, like, how do you work that out? Yeah, everybody mm-hmm. wants to go to WrestleMania. We're Americans. We might not play so nice like they did there. They might be like, okay, no problem. But I don't. Everybody wants to go to WrestleMania. Exactly. <laughs> and then you also look at the fact that the people going to WrestleMania, um, you know, all the indie shows that's going on down there. I know those are going. You know, I've been seeing the flyers, and I'm like. Uh, I'll see y'all in Dallas and LA and Vegas. Uh, <laughs> I'm not ready Did, yet. Ditto. <laughs> <laughs> As, look, I want to go. Trust me. The the 
the <laughs> mentality wants to go, but the yeah. I, I'm not crazy. Not now, no, sir, not yet. No, no, but uh, luck, you know, <laughs> I, I I think now, you know, with Lashley winning tonight, we brought up uh Drew McIntyre. Um, uh, my, my mind right now can't trace back to WCW to see if this happened before, but I think we gotta give uh TNA its respect, impact wrestling its respect, because while it's never been on a WWE level, right? Um, just because it, it's just it's not possible, no matter how much money they got, they not gonna have the years, the resources, etc. But we gotta give its respect because it's been a place that has allowed the boys and girls to kind of hone their craft, get better, and then come on over back, and sometimes come some cases come back home and get treated better. You know, um, is there anybody in WCW you could think that left the WWE, went to WCW, and came back and won a championship? And granted, TNA was around a longer than WCW, which is hard to believe, but you know, they've been around since 2002 or 2001. Yeah. I got to think about that. That's a very WCW to WWE. No, you say WWE to WCW to come back to WWE. Yeah. Ooh. yeah. I can't think of nobody, you know? Um, I mean, because the people that, that were able to do that were already established. They were yeah. the ones that can pull the ties to say, like, if you want me, you know, sign the ink on mm -hmm. there. But I don't know. It would have to be somebody like under the radar, like, x-pac or somebody like that yeah know? yeah because you know like yeah or, or yeah. somebody like or or um hold on that i gotta think about this chris benoit <laughs> nah he was wcw first oh you're right you're right him d malenko taz all of them yeah you're right yeah. nope yep you're right yeah because i like flair was the first to come from wcw to win the world championship and then later would be jericho yeah who's already a <laughs> Establishes a mega hill in WCW. Mm, exactly. So. You know, and everybody else, you know, I mean, Booker T was the only person that would get it later, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah. I have to hit up my historians. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, like I said, I, I, it was a question I just thought about, yeah. you know, um, but yeah, you look at the history, WWE, uh, TNA, you know, they deserve their respect you know with fans and, and shout out to what they're doing now um you know uh with you guys got like rich swan over there they just um, they, they just ran a main event uh time is flying in january rich swan versus uh chris bay two african-americans mm -hmm. to headline a pay-per-view for a title that's a big deal it's historic because it's only been done once before that and yep. the fact that that didn't get a lot of buzz behind it it's not that people weren't talking it's that you know, it's still the overshadow of the brand that it was on, but it's a, it's a huge deal. And I, you know, I'm a supporter of impact. So I, you know, I definitely tried to give people the idea of versatility and watching, but like, yeah, you got to give them their respect. They're doing things that uh, deserves a little bit more credit than people are giving them. So, but yeah, Hey man, you can't, you can't make a, ho a horse drink from the water. No, you, you're right about that. You know, um, it's, it's different because they on Twitch, and a lot of times I got to remind myself and now Young Rock is on. So uh, <laughs> I, I've been watching. I've been enjoying that a lot, too. You, yes. You've been watching it? I've already watched it, man. You've you seen the whole me, thing? Man. Yeah, it's dope. Okay. Yeah, see, I know you did a review, but yeah. I didn't know if it was just a pilot. Because uh, I was like, I'm going to check out your review once I, you know, watch it. Okay. So I got to wait till. I don't get spoilers, it. but it was okay. good. It, yeah, it was good. 
Yeah. But uh, yeah, let's get ready to get out of here, man. Let the people know where they can find you and all your content. I remember when it was the big gold belt, it was just wrestling to see. <laughs> you got everything over there, man. <laughs> it's easy, folks. Biggoldbeltgroup.com. You can go there. That'll get you everything else you need. Like Brian said, you can check out uh, movie reviews. I'm constantly dropping. You find it on the website, but it's on the YouTube channel as well. And we are live each and every Thursday on all our social medias that stream live. So, you know, like the YouTube, the Periscope, which is Twitter live, Facebook live of our uh, weekly podcast. We sure as hell are going to have a lot to talk about this week. So, folks, <laughs> definitely come through and show us some love. It's going to be great. I know it. Between, man, between he'll will. <laughs> and look, look, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna give you a hint right now. Outside of this last year thing that just came about, we definitely gonna talk about that bleacher report live <laughs> that just went down. Yeah. Right, like I'm confused. So and, and I think I saw it on one of y'all Twitter accounts, and uh, you know, so <laughs> Tony Khan has pulled back from bleacher. I don't understand how contracts work, but but you you called it HBO Max. You called it a long time ago, and, yes. and, and I'm a subscriber to HBO Max, so I'm like that would be perfect because you know I can get that. You know I I got my Peacock deal because it come with the um the the Xfinity, mm-hmm. but I was I, of course wrestling on this. I would have gotten it anyway. Um, but you know I actually downloaded the app first because uh brother from another shout out to Michael Smith and Michael Holly was on there. Michael Smith was always like one of my favorites at ESPN, so. That's the reason why, like, I downloaded the app and stuff. But then I was like, "Oh, well, wrestling's on there, so it's a win-win situation." But so now, it's, Bleacher Live is look, man. They shot this over the foot. It's an easy solution, folks. You have TNT under the umbrella of Warner Media. Once you watch TNT and you watch AW, they promote HBO Max. HBO Max just did this deal where they're releasing all their, you know, a movie each month. They up their uh, the um, definition, so they're doing 4K and Adobe Atmos. So they got the capabilities of doing things on the fly. When Wonder Woman came out, they said, we got to show it the way Patty Jenkins want to show it. So get it done. So now that you know that Paramount Plus, formerly known as CBS All Access, does live sports. Peacock has always been doing live sports, now acquiring WWE Network, which you can only imagine what's going to come with that. I mean, it's, it's just a bang, bang there. So what do you do, folks, that you know that TNT is getting good ratings from your AEW? Make the move. Put them on a premium paid service for their pay-per-views or just at a library for whatever they got. Whatever it is, you need to introduce those subscribers to something that you obviously value. And then you can provide a solution for every single thing that they're struggling with right now. And that's being able to display their premium content mm-hmm. game you already over. said, <laughs> you already said. <laughs> game over get it done folks like stop Man. playing <laughs> uh two chaves i appreciate you coming on uh as always folks make sure you out there if you want to support the wrestling realm you can go to buymeacoffee.com slash wrestling realm uh support as low as five dollars you know um you can either do the membership or you can just say hey you know i'm gonna just buy you a quick coffee um you can support the show we appreciate each and every one of y'all out there for tuning in um make sure you hit the subscribe button if this is your first time we got a lot of cool stuff coming up till the next time folks i'm brian h waters so long everybody
Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Break It Down with Brian H. Hit the subscribe button and turn on the bell so you get notified every time the Wrestling Realm posts new content.